caravan reclined in the shade of some roadside acacia trees, but a smaller group had clustered around one of the hulking gray animals. The creature stood patiently as the men yammered and gestured over something that had lay in pieces on the ground. Never seen such a thing, barbarian? The beast comes from India. It's called an elephant. Agios hadn't realized that someone had come up behind him. Twisting around, he saw the speaker, one of the two heavy-set guards, the one with the black eye. He sat on some kind of folded pad just out of arm's reach, holding a dagger and idly scratching at the soil with the tip. I'm supposed to keep you alive, the man said with a grin. If I had my own way, I'd gut you. With the dagger point, he flicked a pebble. Agios twitched away, taking it on the cheek instead of in the eye. Do it then, Agios said. Can't. You have something they want. The frankincense. Wherever it grew, some ruler claimed it, and men who did not recognize any king or emperor took it. That was why he had kept the location of the grove he had discovered secret, why he had put adders there to guard it. He had spread tales among traders, too, of curses and demonic serpents that protected any Libanus tree. I had one piece of it, Agios said, his throat so parched his voice rasped. The guard rose and took the folded pad from beneath him. It was Agios's cloak ripped to pieces, all the hidden pockets cut open. All the frankincense was gone. You're no merchant, the guard said. You know where it grows. We want more. Agios said, You took all I had. But you know where there's more. My masters want you to gather it for them. If I do this for you? Agios whispered. I can't understand you. Dry, Agios croaked. The man reached beneath his robes and produced a leather wineskin. Open your mouth, barbarian. Agios rolled onto his back, and the guard opened the wineskin and let a thin, warm stream, water, not wine, flow. It splattered on Agios's forehead before finally, blessedly, it found his mouth. He gulped until the guard tilted the wineskin, cutting off the flow. Better? Agios nodded. If I do what your masters want, what will I get for it? The guard shrugged. We might let you live. The squabbling men near the elephant raised their voices in a furious gabble. Agios did not recognize their language. What are they angry about? The guard glanced over. An accident. The Hauda is destroyed. They're blaming each other. Hauda? Uh, like a... It's a platform the elephant carries. A barbarian wouldn't understand. I'm good with my hands. I've been a woodcarver and carpenter. Let me have a look. Maybe I can help. The guard walked away toward a tent. A few moments later, he came back. I'm told you can look at it. Come. He leaned down, grasped the chain linking the manacles, and with easy strength pulled Agios to his feet. Can you stand? Agios stood unsteadily. He was sober now, but cramped and aching, and the chains that bound his ankles together shortened his step. The guard steadied him by the arm as he shuffled toward the elephant. You were the one who tried to catch me when I fell, Agios said. The guard grunted. 
If I had known how hard you could hit, I wouldn't have bothered. The quarreling men, faces red with rage, fell sullenly silent as they approached. The guards spoke to them in their language. They complained, but then one of them led a second elephant over, one with the howdah still girthed onto its broad back. Agio studied it and the broken pieces of the one that had been shattered. It looked beyond repair. Agio squatted to examine the splintered ruin and then stood and looked again at the intact howdah. Could they take that one off so I can see it better? Again the guards spoke, again the men complained, but they had the elephant kneel. Agios put out his chained hands to feel the hot, leathery skin, wondering at the bulk of the animal. He realized that the damage looked much worse than it actually was and said slowly, I think I can repair this. One of the elephant drivers...